Chapter 7, Guilt by Association Too often, a doctrine is judged because of its association with heretical groups that seem to hold the same doctrinal position. Instead of evaluating the doctrine on its own merits, or demerits, by using the testimony of Scripture as the touchstone of truth, the critic maintains that the position must be wrong because anti-Christian groups hold a similar position. This frequently happens in elections when a candidate holds to a controversial position, and it is learned that an extremist group holds a similar position. John Jones supports workfare. We've just learned that the Ku Klux Klan holds a similar position. That's typical of the KKK. They're racist anyway. Since John Jones advocates a position similar to that of the KKK, our organization is withdrawing its support from John Jones. The possible merits of workfare are obscured by the association with the deserved negative press that follows the KKK. Workfare should be evaluated on its own merits. Millions of Americans have owned Volkswagens. Adolf Hitler pushed for the production of a people's car, the Volkswagen. Therefore, anybody who drives a Volkswagen is a Nazi. Dave Hunt has implied that those who hold to a Dominion theology are being seduced by a New Age philosophy. For Dave Hunt, the idea of Dominion opens the door to a marriage with New Age beliefs. If a New Ager talks about the threat of nuclear holocaust, the threat of ecological collapse, and a concern for the earth, and if those advocating Dominion under the Lordship of Jesus Christ also talk about these things, then there is something of a philosophical affinity between the two groups. Hunt assumes that there is an inevitable joining together of the various humanistic groups pushing these ideals with Christian groups with similar emphases. There are a number of non-Christian groups opposed to abortion. While Christian groups are fighting the same battle, we do not find them abandoning Jesus Christ in favor, for example, of the atheistic worldview of Dr. Bernard Nathanson, a staunch anti-abortionist. An open door to seduction always exists. A preoccupation with the law can lead to legalism. A perverted view of grace can set up the trap for lawlessness. We should be careful when we accuse people of being seduced when diametrically opposed groups hold to similar ideals. Let's put the shoe on the other foot for a moment. Some of those who are fearful that many well-meaning Christians are being seduced by the New Age movement are premillennial in their eschatological views. Did you know that Jehovah's Witnesses are also premillennial? Does this mean that Christian premillennialists are being seduced by the Jehovah's Witnesses because their views on eschatology are similar? There are other premillennial groups as well. The notorious Children of God began as a premillennialist fundamentalist sect. They believed that the end of the world was imminent and that their leader, David Berg, had had visions confirming it. Acting on their belief, they adopted an itinerant lifestyle and lived as a people waiting for the end. Many of their excesses can be understood in the light of the urgency their premillennialism created. Dave Hunt David Wilkerson, Jimmy Swaggart, Hal Lindsey, and premillennialists in general are not being seduced by the children of God because they share similar eschatological views. In the same way, those who hold to dominion theology should not be grouped with known New Agers who also aspire to have dominion. The differences between dominion theology advocates and New Age advocates are as great as they are between Dave Hunt and David Berg. One could just as easily say that a pessimistic view of the future is humanistic because some humanists advocate the same view, and anyone holding a similar view is humanistic in his thinking. This is guilt by association. 
There are dozens of humanist and humanist organizations that paint a gloomy picture of our earthly future. David Wilkerson is predicting a nuclear holocaust, and so did a prominent New Ager, author of the cult book, The Mayan Factor. Mr. Arguelles from Boulder, Colorado, is an art historian by training, but a millennialist by inclination, by divine direction, by the dictates of reincarnation. Mr. Arguelles says the choice between a new age and an all-out destruction is ours, and we had better decide within the next eight weeks. A new beginning can be assured only if enough people gather at sacred spots around the globe, like Machu Picchu, Peru, on August 16th and 17th. 1987. Arguelles was counting the days until the new age would dawn. He even drew on the biblical literature, asking his supporters, 144,000 of them, to go to places like the pyramids, Machu Picchu, and even Idaho. And it was all to begin on August 16, 1987, a day when just about nothing noteworthy happened. Since all this sounds like the end-of-the-world scenario presented in David Wilkerson's Set the Trumpet to Thy Mouth, should we then conclude that Wilkerson has been seduced by a highly intelligent group of Mayan aliens? We don't think so. Finally, there are those who say that to use the writings of New Agers in defense of some aspect of Dominion theology is tantamount to being a New Ager. If Jeremy Rifkin and John Naisbitt are quoted approvingly, then there must be some New Age connection. This is nonsense. Dave Hunt quotes John Calvin on pages 16, 176, 188, and 192 to 193 in Beyond Seduction, A Return to Biblical Christianity. Calvin castigated the Shilogist who limited the reign of Christ to a thousand years. Calvin went on to write, Now their fiction is too childish, either to need or to be worth a refutation. And the Apocalypse, the book of Revelation, from which they undoubtedly drew a pretext for their error, does not support them. For the number 1,000, Revelation 24, does not apply to the eternal blessedness of the church, but only to the various disturbances that awaited the church while still toiling on earth. On the contrary, all scripture proclaims that there will be no end to the blessedness of the elect or the punishment of the wicked. Matthew 25, 41, 46. So we could argue like this. Dave Hunt quotes John Calvin. John Calvin does not hold to a premillennial interpretation of eschatology. Therefore, Dave Hunt is anti-premillennial. This would be extremely unfair. What Mr. Hunt would want us to do is to look at everything he says and also to understand that while he might disagree with men on some issues, this does not mean that everything they say is wrong. Mr. Hunt even quotes the anti-Christian psychiatrist Thomas Soaz. Does this make Dave Hunt a follower of the humanistic psychology advocated by Dr. Saz? Of course not. Because they counterfeit the Christian faith, humanists often have some good things to say. In fact, humanism has made the major intellectual and scientific advances in recent decades because Christians have failed to understand that the Bible applies to every area of life. Humanists believe that their worldview is comprehensive enough to include the world. They have been frantically working with little opposition from Christians to implement their crumbling worldview in places where Christians have pulled up stakes and left culturally barren ground. Where do these anti-Christian thinkers and writers get their often valuable insights? They are stolen from the Bible when they are correct. When men come to conclusions that are also the conclusions of the Bible, we should use their discoveries. 
These discoveries are our property, not theirs. God owns the world. The devil owns nothing. We are God's adopted children. They are God's disinherited children. Conclusion It is true that Dominion theologians use some of the same terms that New Agers use. In certain areas, the ideas may even be similar. The same can be said of premillennial, pre-tribulational, dispensationalist. But these facts do not prove that Dominion theologians have been seduced by the New Age movement, nor does it mean that Jeremy Rifkin has seduced the faculty of schools where dispensational premillennialism is taught. Yet Dave Hunt has cautiously implied, and his less astute followers have repeatedly made, just this sort of erroneous, preposterous assertion. Such a conclusion is unfair to Christians who teach Dominion theology, and it ignores the possibility that New Agers may in fact be imitating Dominion theology.